ఆప్యాయంతమాణశ్చక్షుశ్రోత్రమసో బలమింద్రియాణి చర్వాణి బ్రహ్మోపనిషదం మాహం బ్రహ్మ నిరాకరణమస్తరాకరణమేస్తుదాత్మనిరతేయనిషత్సు ధర్మాయి సూ మై సూ శాంతిశాంతిశాంతి శృతిస్మృతిపురాణాలయంకరుణాల నమామి భగవత్పాదం శంకరం లోకశంకరం శంకరం శంకరాచార్యం కేశవం బాదరాయణం సూత్రభాష్యకృత వందే భగవంతనఃపునఃరో గురురాత్మేది మూర్తిభేద విభాగినే వ్యోమవ్యాప్తేహాయ దక్షిణామూర్త నమ ఓమిత్యేదక్షరముద్గీతముపాసీత కారణత్వేనాకాశాదిషుసాపదిష్టోక్తే కారణత్వేన సమన్వయ దట్ ది ఉపనిషత్స్ ఆర్ కన్సిస్టెంట్ ఇన్ ప్రిజెంటింగ్ బ్రహ్మన్ ఎస్ ఎ కారణం ద కాజ్ ఆఫ్ క్రియేషన్ ఆకాశాదిషు క్రియేషన్ బిగిన్ విత్ స్పేస్ అండ్ అదర్స్ యథాపరిష్టే యాజ్ బ్రహ్మన్ ఇస్ డిస్క్రైబ్ ఇన్ ఎ గివన్ ఉపనిషత్ యాజ్ అ కాజ్ అండ్ ద క్రియేటర్ ఆఫ్ ది యూనివర్స్ బిగినింగ్ విత్ స్పేస్ అండ్ అదర్స్ ఇన్ ద సేమ్ మ్యానర్ it is described in the other upanishad as well <coughs> meaning that there is consistency in the upanishads in terms of presenting brahman as the cause of creation vashakara <coughs> showed here illustrated how with satyam gnanam anantam brahma to illustrate took the example case of taitiri upanishad how taitiriya upanishad presents the god presents god or brahman the creator as sarvagnyah all knowing sarveshwarah all powerful sarvatma all pervasive ekah advitiyah further how chandogya upanishad and even the aitreya upanishad all of these upanishads present brahman in the same way even though these words they may not use the same words but that is why i took example and said look in this few characteristics which are important all upanishads are consistent 
then Varsakar is Kari Visham to Viganam Drushyate. Now this Kari is not a subject matter of the Sutra, by the way. Varsakara takes it up himself. Kari Visham to Viganam Drushyate. That yes, we do see an apparent divergence with reference to the creation. Kvachit Akashadika Sushtihi. Some Upanishad like Taitri Upanishad describes Sushti or creation as beginning with the element space. Kvachit Tejadika Iti like Chandogya describes creation beginning with fire or, or, or light. Nacha, even if you accept that, Nacha Kaya Vishayana Viganena Kavi Brahma Saravedandi Avigatam Adhikamyavanam Avakshtam Bhavitam Arhati. That when you find that all the Upanishads are in agreement in describing Brahma as the cause of creation, we cannot say that that is not the intended meaning. That's not the Parvada Upanishad just because there is divergence with reference to effect or creation. The divergence in creation does not necessarily mean a divergence in the cause of creation. The example is given, every day the dream is different and dream is mitya and still the dream is the same because we have pratyavigna recognition that I was dreaming yesterday was I was dreaming day yesterday etc. People describe to me the dream, Swami, I had two dreams. A month ago I dreamt like this, two weeks ago I dreamt like that, Last night I dreamt like that, so at least dreamer is consistent. Therefore, divergence in dream does not apply the divergence in the dreamer. Similarly also, the divergence in creation should not necessarily mean divergence in the cause of creation. Atiprasanga, otherwise there will be no, there will be no order at all. And even the divergence in the creation is not there. Samadhasati sa Acharya. The second chapter, when this topic will be taken up, Acharya Sutraka will, will resolve this. Reconcile. Navyat Ashrutehe. So, beginning from that sutra, Sutraka will show how, and when it comes to creation also, there is no real divergence. However, Bhavedapi Kaiyasya Vigitatva. Suppose you may say that you are bending too much in interpreting the karya. Karanam is not so difficult to show the consistency, perhaps the kar, karanam rather. But karyam may be rather difficult to show the consistency. Bhavedabhi karyasya vigitattva. Even if you accept the divergence when it comes to karya or the effect or the creation, that is no problem as far as Vedanta is concerned. We said yesterday, it is not Dushanam, it is Bhushanam. Apratipadyatvat. Because that is not Pratipadya Vishaya. That is not what the Upanishads are aiming at teaching. That is not the, the, the subject matter which is taught in the Upanishads. Upanishads don't have their heart in giving, in describing creation or giving reality to creation. Niyam sustyadi prapanchaha pratipivadaishitaha. This sustyadi prapancha, all this prapancha or the diversity of the creation, 
is not what is the main theme or even any, any theme of the Upanishads. That, that is what the Upanishads want to teach. So, Pratipadhyatam Ishtha, it is not the Upanishads have any commitment or desire, desire to, to teach us about the creation. Why, why do you say that? Nahitat prasipadda kaschit purushartha kyushyadesh ruyateva. Because we do not find anywhere in the Upanishad that any Upanishad telling us that one who knows the creation in this manner gains moksha. So we find various uh, upasanas, no doubt. And one who meditates this way gains some worldly results or other worldly results. But even the upasanas also don't promise as far as the moksha. And in particularly, nobody, nowhere we are told, we are told as to how meditating upon the creation one achieves any worthwhile end in the life. Nachi kalpayitum shakyate. And also it is not possible to assign an independent result to the, to the srishti shruti to the passages describing creation because they are shesha. For as far as Upanishad is concerned, the purpose of describing creation is only to convey the non-duality of Brahman. The purpose of describing creation is to convey the mithyatvam, the unreality of universe, unreality of duality so that the reality of non-duality becomes clear. That being the case, it means Shesha. So, the Srishti Vakya, the passages dealing with creation, they serve the purpose of supporting the non-duality of Brahman. That being the case, the Shesha or the Anga or part is not expected to have an independent result. <coughs> Therefore, Srishti Vakya Nam Sambhavat so, Brahmavakya, the passages describing Brahma, they definitely show what the result is of gaining knowledge of Brahman. And the purpose of describing creation is purely to facilitate the knowledge of Brahman that is non-dual. And that being the case, that is not expected or not required to have an independent result. So, nache kalpayatum shakyade. Even Varsapati also, sometimes something is not stated clearly. But by inference of Varsapati, that this is stated, you know, it could not have been otherwise. But then that also is not possible in case of the passages describing Srishti or creation. Upakramopasamharabhyam tatra tatra brahmvishai vakyai sakam that there is one unified, single, single unified idea. The idea is that Upanishad presents one single unified idea. That Brahman is one non-dual and the only reality and all that is, this is one unified idea that is conveyed by Upanishads. And to convey this is this Mahavakya, this Avantara Vakyas. All these secondary statements are there which are all meant to support this statement. 
So Tattvamasi is a Mahavakya. That thou art is Mahavakya. You are Brahman. You are limitless. Then they'll describe what that is, what you is, what art is. All of them are called Avantaravakyas. So describing even Tatpada as Sarvajna, Sarvashaktimana, etc. Tvampada is Nitya Shuddha Buddha Mukta. And the identity between them by Bhagatya Lakshana. Ultimately, it is identity between Jiva and Brahma. That is the main topic. That's the idea, the purport that the Upanishads want to convey. We find that Upakramka Samhara, from all these linga or the various uh, signs, various indicatory marks, which is of which Upakramka Samhara, introduction and conclusion is one. From that we find that all Upanishads are committed to conveying one idea. That's also important. Upanishads have only one commitment and they are devoted to conveying only one thing and that is the identity of Jiva and Brahma or non-duality of Brahma. That's all. Therefore Upanishads is taken as one body, taken as one passage, as one pramana. If it shows various things, then you do not know which is the purport, what, what is the primary topic of Upanishad. And therefore, this is the primary topic. By the way, other things may be described. So when you, you, when you go to Kailas, your primary purpose is go to Kailas. And maybe do the production, whatever. By the way, there is Om Parvat here and there is Rakshas Tala. You know, all those things you may describe, you know, on the way. Various pictures may be there, etc. But you don't get stuck at home, Parvat. However wonderful it is. You, you are showing all those things also to show the glory of Kailas ultimately. Look how even the passage is so wonderful. But what you talk of the destination. And so, whenever people present something, they already have in their mind what is the main important thing they want to convey. And everything else is is communicated so as to serve the purpose of the main topic. That's called a a single unified idea. Therefore, creation is not a different idea. Creation is a part of conveying that single unified idea. Therefore, it is not possible, there is no need and not possible also to show creation as an independent topic serving its own purpose. Swarthi Pramanyam is not there. All the Avantar Vakyas are Pramanyam only in Mahavakya. As far as Karmakanda is concerned, Vidhivakya is Mahavakya. And everything else that is described serves the purpose of that Vidhivakya. In case Upanishad, the Akhanda, Akhanda, the Bodhagam Vakyam, Mahavakyam. The vakya of the statement that conveys the khandasana, the non-duality between Jiva and Brahman of everything, that's a mahavakya. And every other vakya is directly or indirectly connected to mahavakya to convey, support this. That alone makes sense. In any consistent presentation, there's always one topic. And everything else that you want to convey, always support that. Unless you say that now I am changing the topic. But when you are talking of one topic, whatever is described is all meant to serve the purpose of that topic. 
that you want to communicate. Otherwise, listeners get confused. If you convey, in span of even ten minutes you are talking one topic, you consistently say that, or you should say that. If you then, otherwise something else occurs in your mind, you start talking about that and something else, which some people do and they get lost, and the listeners also get lost. So that is not pramana. You won't consider that as an authentic or reliable or trustworthy presentation. <coughs> so, the Srishti Vakyas have no independent results. They serve the purpose and they find their fulfillment in serving the Mahavakya. That's how it is. So, Hanumanji has no independent purpose to serve. He finds his fulfillment totally in serving the Lord. That's it. Later on they say that if you worship Hanumanji, then also you get this, that's, you know, then he become independent deity. He would not have liked it, you know. Gandhi had no independent purpose. Purpose was just serving the country. People started worshipping him vehemently. And, you know, you know, he vehemently resisted that. And there was some temple someplace where they erected his idol. Stop it. Because attention gets distracted. So he becomes a deity. Then people forget about Swatantra and they start worshipping. He wants one thing to be worshipped. He wants a country and independent of the country to be worshipped. He wants everybody to be, to be committed to that. If you have more than one commitment, then the people get distracted. He doesn't want that. He being what he was, any lesser person would have always wanted to be deified, you know, deified and worshipped. And then the main thing would have been, you know, sidetracked. But not with him. And so, similarly also with Upanishads, one idea. With any pramana, one idea. We'll convey, if you want, I will only say one, consistently about this. About something else, consistently about that. That's all. So in pramanam there must be consistency. When it comes to shabda pramanam, communication in words, there must be one single unified idea. It's called eka vakyata. Therefore, brahma vishayi vakyai sakam eka vakyataya gamimayatvat. So, srishti vakyana, all the passages describing the creation, we find that they serve the purpose of only communicating the single unified idea that Brahman is the reality. In fact, Susti Vakyas are content in admitting that we are not real. So that is called that is called Vairag, that's called real service. That you do not you, you, you do not stand out at all. You totally remain in the background. Because you don't want anything distracted. You know? And therefore we should know that. Whatever we want to present, let people be only devoted to that. We do not want them, <coughs> you know, to uh, get distracted in any way. So whatever. Therefore, even the Susti passages also find their fulfillment in disappearing and only contributing to the knowledge of Brahman. They do not want people to investigate about creation and stuff like that. They don't want they want that the creation also should convey, should only create in them the desire to know the creator and not get preoccupied with 
or get lost in the discussion of creation. Therefore, Eka Vakyataya Gami Mayanatva. Now continue on the page 320. See, Ratna Brahma in the third line, Nyayat Eka Vakyatam Siddham. So this Nyaya, Upakramopa Samhara, etc. By this Linga, Vashyakara, Shurhao, that is the Eka Vakyataya. Shruti Abhidarshayati. And Shruti also says, what is the purpose of creation? So Chandogya Upanishad, after describing creation elaborately, then shows the purpose of that creation, description of creation. <coughs> so Vashyakara's Darshayati Chaya. Darshayati Sashtyadi prapanchasya Brahma pradipatyarthatam Darshayadacha. Sushi also shows Sushtyadi prapanchasya. This whole prapancha, this whole, you know, the elaborate description of Sushti. Sandhuga Upanishad is pretty elaborate in describing creation. To, you know, one may think that that's the purpose of Upanishad. So, no. So, Srishtyadi Prapanchasya Brahma Pratipatyar Sadam. That the Prapancha, the elaboration of the creation, is for Pratipati, for knowledge of Brahma. And Shandogya clearly shows. So, every Upanishad doesn't do everything. But some Upanishad does, so we get the overall idea. In some Upanishad, certain ideas elaborately described. Samudha Upanishad takes other aspect more elaborately. That's why, you, that's why all Upanishads looked upon as one body. So that you get all the ideas, you know, in combined, combined, when you combine the teaching of all the Upanishads, you get all the main ideas. That's the reason why the Upasamhara, meaning that you should combine all of them. Then when Vashyakara comments upon one Upanishad, he does not hesitate in taking the idea conveyed another Upanishad on the same topic. This Upanishad is very brief. Other Upanishad may be very vocal about that. So take that. That's called Upasama. Meaning that you can combine. When the topic is one, you can combine the details or descriptions or attributes described elsewhere. What applies to Upasana? That is the one Upasana, one meditation is taught in different places then you can combine the attributes you describe in one place and combine them elsewhere also. Similarly also in Brahman alone is a topic you can combine the teaching of one Upanishad in the other Upanishad also. So Vashyakara quotes very beautifully how this Upanishad very clearly shows that the purpose of describing creation is only to lead you to Brahman. Urdhamulam adashakam. Even though the, the, the tree of samsara is described elaborately, the purpose is asanga shastrena dhrena shitva tatah padam tat parimargyadabhyam yasmin kataha nanivartanti bhuyaha. Aparavidya's purpose is only to serve the purpose of knowledge of paravidya. <coughs> so Vashyakara says, Annena Soumya Shungena 
ఆపో మూలం అన్విచ్ఛ అన్విచ్ఛ ఆపో మూలం అన్విచ్ఛ అద్భిస్సౌమ్య శృంగేన తేజో మూలమన్విచ్ఛ తేజసా సౌమ్య శృంగేన అన్నైన సౌమ్య శృంగేన సుశీరత్నవ శృంగేన కార్యేణ లింగేన సో కార్య బికమ్స్ లింగ్ ఫార్ లీడింగ్ యూ టు ద నాలెడ్జ్ ఆఫ్ కారణం సో ఇస్ కార్యకారణ సో హౌ ఉపనిషత్ బిగిన్స్ విత్ కారణం సదేవ సౌమ్య ఇదమగ్రాసీత్ ఏకమేవాద్వితం స్టార్ట్స్ విత్ కాస్ ఇస్సత్ వన్ నాన్ డివల్ తద ఇక్షద బహుశ్యాం ప్రజాయట్ దేవత కాల్సత్ ఆర్ బ్రహ్మన్ డెలివరేటెడ్ మే బికమ్ మేని మే బి బోన్ తత్ తేజ అసృజత దెన్ తేజ ఆప అన్నం ఎట్సెట్రా హెవింగ్ దెన్ ఇలాబోరేట్లీ దట్ క్రియేషన్ ఇస్ డిస్క్రైబ్ after at the end of it says annen somya shungena aap mulam anvichcha he somya oh good looking one oh amiable one annen shungena by the shunga which is what the lingam by the evidence it's a sprout actually shunga means sprout but sprout becomes the evidence for knowledge of the seed because seed is not evident and sprout is evident so sprout becomes linga the evidence to gain and give us the knowledge of seed so then most the grossest manifestation creation is anna or prasvi the grossest thula <coughs> so annena somya shungena he somya me realize that what is annam what is prasvi what is this gross is nothing but apaha is actually nothing but water meaning that all this solid tangible creation dissolves into liquid or apa you see this fact that the prasvi is is nothing but manifestation of water water is the material cause of prasvi and ever through the evidence of prasvi may you search out anvichcha so may you investigate may you search may you look for the cause which is apa is up on the water then adbhi somya shungena having realized that what appears as earth is nothing but water then now adbhi somya shungena water so with the evidence that is water tejah moolam anvichcha we realize that the moolam or the cause of water is tejas or fire తేజసా సోమ్య శృంగేన సో థర్డ్ కేస్ విచ్ ఇస్ ది కాజ్ ఆఫ్ ది హేతు సో బై ది ఎవిడెన్స్ విచ్ ఇస్ తేజస్ ఆఫ్ ది లైట్ ఆఫ్ ది ఫైర్ సన్ మూలం అన్విచ్ఛ యు సర్చ్ అవర్ ది మూలం ది వెరీ కాజ్ ది సత్ ఆర్ బ్రహ్మ సో ఇట్ వెరీ క్లియర్లీ షో ది పర్పస్ ఆఫ్ డిస్క్రైబింగ్ క్రియేషన్ వాజ్ అల్టిమేట్లీ టు హెల్ప్ ది ది డిసైపల్ arrive at the very cause which is brahma sarvar cause to effect and effect back to the cause so adhyaropa and apavada so this apavada process that this annam is negated by saying there is nothing but apa 
is negated. Nothing but teja. Negated, nothing but sat. So, agne, apagat, agne, agnitvam. Agni, no, remain, no more remains agni. Vacharamram, vikaranamayam. So, what is it? Three, uh, three nirupaniya satyam. The three colors alone are real. So, all of this, so I mean, describe the creation, the whole creation is reduced to three colors or three elements and then take the three elements of the black, the white and the red and then that which transcends all the colors. <coughs> this is a process that Chandogya Upanishad implies. Then says Ratna Brahma Karana Brahma Jnana Tattvam Srishti Shrutinam Uktva Srishti Shrutinam Karana Brahma Jnana Tattvam The passages describing creation have the purpose of conveying the knowledge or leading to the knowledge of Brahman which is the cause. So purpose of describing Srishti or the Karya or the effect is to help us gain the knowledge of karanam. From the effect which is evident, the Upanishad leads us to the knowledge of cause which may not be evident. This cause, thank God, is evident. But then it is evident but still lost in the noise of names and forms. Asti bhadi priyam, which is cause, is evident and always experienced. And still, the name and form which are so tangible, they gain from us so much reality that nobody makes a note of asti bhati priyam. Vimudaha nanu pasyanti pasyanti jnana chakshushan. Vimudaha, those people who are preoccupied with the name and form, the, the costume, they do not see the one wearing that costume. Pashyanti jnana chakshushaya. So those who asanga shastra and dhrayana chitva, meaning the names and form are not real, that's asanga shastra. They see the reality of asti bhati priyam. <coughs> so this is what is the main commitment of the scriptures. Of see what is, see the reality. It is right here. And we not only write it, it is you ultimately. It should not stop at right here, it is you. This is, this is all they are committed to. In that everybody may, they may use different methods and stuff like that. This is commitment. <coughs> so thus, Srishti Shrutinam Brahma Jnana Tattvam Karana Brahma Jnana Tattvam Uktva Vashyakara Shodhao with the help of the Shuddhi passage in Shandogya, shows how the passages of creation are only meant to convey or lead to the knowledge of cause is Brahman. Kānasya advaitva jñānam All right. So you know the karana and cause. So what's, what's the reason? So when the Upanishads want to convey something, it's not meaningful. Phalavat. Me, it must be meaningful to you. Any knowledge is to be gained provided a knowledge is meaningful, serves the purpose in my life. 
all kinds of knowledge is there. But then the Upanishads are committed to giving that knowledge which is meaningful to the human being, which solves the fundamental human problem. Now, Aparavidya or Srishti or creation is simply meant to prepare us for the knowledge of Paravidya or Brahma. Therefore, Vairagya is important. That's why Bhada, that Bhada or negation, it means letting go. What is letting go? Letting go the reality that is given to this. That's all. Letting go the reality given a name and form, then alone we can see the reality of Adhishthanam or Astimadhi Priyam. And therefore, the knowledge of Brahman must be very meaningful to us. When Upanishads are committed to giving consistently the knowledge of Brahman as a self, as non-dual, that knowledge must be very valuable, otherwise why should Upanishads have to so elaborately labor themselves to do this? And so, Karanasya Advaitva Jnanam Phalantaram, that causes non-dual and that solves the problem of your life. So, Phalantaram Rudadi. Then also, also that causes non-dual and that knowledge of non-dual gives you moksha, you know. So, these two stages, one is the purpose of giving the knowledge of the mithyatvam of the duality is to convey the satyatvam of non-duality. Which is what is said, Mrudadeti. So Vashyakara says, Mrudadi Dushtantaishya Karyasya Karanena Avedam Vaditam Sushtyadi Prapanchasravyate Idigamyate Mrudadi Dushtantaishya and Vasharamram, Vikaranamadeyam, Vrutyaka, Ityava, Satyam, etc. So, by, we'll see in the sixth chapter, by the Dushtan illustration of clay and others. Karyasya karen avedam vaditum. That karyam, the effect, is non-separate from material cause. Karan is material cause. Most important contribution of the Upanishads is to enable us to see Brahman is the material cause of the universe. Nimitta Karana, everybody talks about. All the sampradayas talk about God as Nimitta Karana's creator. But that is also the material. That is where the Upanishad is unique. That is where Advitiyatun comes. Otherwise, duality. Karana always stands apart from Karya. And then manipulates. People don't want that. People do not, Einstein, I don't want God to interfere with my life, you know, that he's sitting there manipulating me, I don't want that. Because he was not taught about non-duality. If he was taught, then he would not see that. Because the word is, the manipulated also is manipulated, then there there can be no resistance at all, there can be no problem. So therefore, God being separate from universe, and then omniscient, omnipotent and ruler, etc., Create a lot of problems with the independent-minded people, of course, not with everybody. Many people are happy to have in their life somebody who protects them. But our Swamiji says, those who have a problem with their father, they have a problem with authority. So when God is present with authority, some people react because of problem with authority. As they are growing up, 
the father may be a tyrant or whoever it is, I don't know. So the child looks upon, he's, you know, this child's perception. And so the child grows into perceiving that father is a tyrant or whatever, he has some problem with father. He loves father, but still has problem. It's a love-hate relationship, you know. If there is no love, then he lives once and for all. But doesn't he, he sticks also. Even if he goes away, he still continues, you know, the relation. Because that love is there, and the, he doesn't know how to resolve this hate. But anyway, and so that same problem comes with God when he's presented as authority figure. So many people have problems. Some people are very comfortable with authority. So they want authority in their life. They want somebody to take charge of their life and guide them, and they feel very protected. Most people are like that. And there were the leaders who are authoritarian, or even teachers, all of those swamis. Many people are very comfortable. There are some who cannot have, deal with that, you know, and so no, they, they cannot deal with the authority. They love independence. So Einstein naturally was one of those, and therefore he did not like God interfering in his life. But this is when God is separate from me. But the one who interferes also is the one who interfered. Then it's a different thing. Then all interference and interfere immediately becomes a show, not a reality. So when I manipulate myself, this is called play, it's not called manipulation. You manipulate your body. When you do yoga asanas and, the, and all the gymnastics, all kinds of limbs go into one another, you know, tremendous manipulation. If you do that to somebody else, a different problem, you know. You take somebody else's limbs and do that, then that's a big problem. Take your own limbs and do that, that's called play. So in non-duality, when Ishwara is, I'm not separate from Ishwara, he's my own self, then there is no problem of being manipulated by somebody else. Is he playing this way? He's play. Play is different. That's why, we don't like, but that's why people can even watch boxing and stuff like that. Even it's a cruel play. And all these, uh, the Spanish and other people, you know, the bullfight and whatever it is. So that's all the violent, violent people. These are all games of violent people. In India there is wrestling all that, but the traditional wrestling is, uh, is not harming somebody. It's only displaying your skills, that's all. Not hurting that person. In boxing you want to hurt, you want to kill him. So the boxer must have killing instinct. If you are not a killer, you cannot win. So this Cassius Clay or whatever, you know, must be ready to kill. He goes with that. So it must be cruelty, he wants blood. That's what he wants. So that is what that violent whole race is violent. Everybody is violent. All Western community, you know, the thing is violent. That's how they are... That's how they have grown and that's how they live their life. They always attack the whole world. And that includes all the Middle Eastern people also, violence. And so only can, only can, in the occupation they had, this side, this, this sword, these other fellows, they attack the whole world and convert it. Then they attack each other. They'll destroy each other also. So build, built in violence. And these poor Eastern people, particularly Indians, and all other people also, the Southeast Asia and all these people also, the Cambodian and Indonesia, also same kind of people. 
all gentle people. Like animals in the forest, like a deer, they are gentle animals, more evolved. So gentle animal is more evolved than a fierce animal. But then the fierce animals have the muscular strength, they are barbaric and therefore the gentle people are always in danger. So our Swamiji says that, this animals like deer etc. have two things to do. The, the, the lions and tiger, they have only one thing to do, find their food. These fellows have to find their food and protect themselves from becoming food of somebody else. That's how India was always like the attack. Of course you can blame Indians because they did not have... Gentle people are whatever they are. They may they have their own problems, whatever. But then, the ruthless and cruel came one after the other and then attacked, plundered, killed, murdered, raped. That's all they did. From 2000 years, this is what the, the you know, how this country has survived and still remain a Hindu country and now they are still being attacked by our own leaders. Still keep on attacking, you know, these gentle people. And when they react, you are violent. But you are making me violent, you see. A gentle person is made violent by being attacked. You leave no room for him to, other than a cat also, the, the dog chases the cat, cat runs back to the wall, then it will attack. What else? To survive. See, you are cruel. You don't realize how the cruelty has come. You made us cruel, you know. And then, this other cruelty, the cruelty that resulted from the cruelty is all forgotten. That fifty-six people are burnt alive. That is all, that has never happened. And then what happens is all this thing about that the Hinduism is, Hindus are cruel. Islam is all peace and, and mercy stuff like that. Because they are all one fellows. It's all ganging up. Nothing else. all ganging up. And our own leaders join that gang, you know, because they want their support, whatever it is. So in this very country, this so-called majority, which is still gentle, there are people who are violent are all, you know, suppose they react, it's because they know what is going on. Most people don't know what is going on. And therefore, uh, they are still gentle and whatever. <clears throat> but then this is in the history that barbarians always attacked the gentle. This is in the history. Anyway, so this is how, uh, whatever it is. But the thing is that the more evolved, as I said, gentle is more evolved than the violent. That's how the evolution takes place. <clears throat> and the here, the most evolved philosophy is of non-duality. That is when the non-violence can be otherwise, there is violence. In the universe also there is violence, one life form attacking another life form, but then this can be explained only if it is all mithya. The fundamental principle is non-violent, only violence is mithya. Violence which is, which takes place in nature. Of course you know that is a creative violence to sustain the order, etc. But otherwise also, whatever it is, is Leela, you know. So, Lokavattu, Leela Kaivalyam. And therefore there is no interference by an independent, some other entity. So when you look at it that way, then it's all, all okay. Then even the people, the authority, there is no authority. I am the authority. He will be happy, you know. You are that. You are not separate from Ishwar, he is yourself. 
But anyway, so that is what they should have known. The self is self-evident, is consciousness. That's the reality. Matter is not the reality. Consciousness is reality. Matter is manifestation of consciousness, etc. But unfortunately that would not remain science. And so they are there. Many scientists also are spiritual people when they realize that there is some reality higher than the matter. Mṛdādi duṣṭāntaiṣca kāyase kāraṇayana abhedam vaditam That kāryam, the effect is non-separate from the material cause. But mṛdādi duṣṭāntaihi vācāramanam vikāranāmade What it means is vikāram is kāryam. Kāryam is vācāramanam. A part has no reality other than the word part. Because only substance there is clay. And therefore, that's okay. The only substance is clay. Parts are all there, you see. It's not in my hand. Oh, here it is. That is one. There. So, even though we call this object part, there is no object corresponding to the word part. Because what is in my hand is clay. The weight is of clay. The smell is of clay. I touch clay. The substance is clay. And therefore, for the word clay, there is a corresponding object. But there is no corresponding object for the word part. Because part is no existence. Apart from clay, remove the clay, then nothing remains. That means that there is no substance which which is which fills up the word part. But then what is part? Only word, that's the reality, no? What is it? How much real part has? This word part. Vacharamanam. <coughs> All vikara is like that. Vrittikayateva satyam. The only substance is vrittika. That is dhrishtanta. Mrudari dhrishtanta ischa. So dhrishtanta ishu karikarna avedat jagadobi brahma aveda sadhyate. What is intended is that a part or the vikara is non-separate from clay, the material cause, so also the whole universe is vikāra. And therefore, non-separate from Brahman, which is material cause. Drishtānta, dāshtānta, tulyatvār. Because drishtānta and dāshtānta, illustration or illustrated, are same in one amsha. So what is conveyed by the drishtānta, illustration of clay, etc., is that the effect is non-separate from cause. Effect has no reality apart from cause. Tadananyatvam, tadananyatvam, arambhana sabdadibhya. That jagat is ananyam, is non-separate from Brahman. Not identical to Brahman. Is this ananyatta is one thing and abheda is another thing. So ananyatvam is what? Yatirekena abhavaha. Meaning that, Part does not exist without clay. Part is not identical to clay, but then it is ananya. Say the clay is identical to clay. Consciousness identical to consciousness. But then upadhi is non-separate from the consciousness. Anyway. <coughs> so avedam vadidam sustyadi prapanja shravyade. That's all. This is Vedantins. Tatparindrinaya uh, of the whole description of creation, however elaborate it is. 
he sees all that as only serving one purpose, that this effect of the creation is non-separate from Brahman, which is material cause. That's the only purpose. Akashad, Vayu, Agnihi, Prasvi, whatever it is, ultimate means that it is all Brahman, which is Atma, which is all of this. <coughs> See Ratna Evam Nishphalayam Anyarthayam Sushtahu Tatparyava Evam Nishphalayam. This Sushti is what Nishphala. Nishphala means knowledge of Sushti does not give you any phala. Knowledge of Sushti does not give independent phala other than helping you to investigate the cause, leading you to the desire of knowing the cause. The purpose of knowing the effect is to create in you the desire to know anvecha. You desire also, so anveshtavya, vijignasitavya. It must be sought to be investigated, sought to be known. So the purpose of the knowledge of creation is to create a desire to know the cause. <coughs> then it is serves the purpose. So it's called nishphala. Nishphala means it is no independent phala. So, nish, evam nishphalayam anyarthayam. Anyarthayam is what? Brahmagnyanarthayam srushtav. So, srushti is meant only for knowledge of Brahman. Tatparya bhavat. That means Upanishads have no tatparya. In, in, in describing srushti, other than helping the student to create a desire for knowledge of cause. Or, leading that srishti to the knowledge of cause. That's the only thing. So no independent tatparya in srishti. Virodo na dosha. Therefore viroda is not a dosha. As I said, the other day somebody asked me in the tenth man story, very seriously, Swamiji, the other day you told us that a brahmachari came and taught these children that you are the tenth man. And today you told us that an old man came and taught. So which is real? Now what is Tatparya? So Tatparya is not in the store, in the, in the, in the, in the who taught. Tatparya is in the non-duality. So somebody may say even eleventh man, the tenth man is just, you know, it can be a fifth man also. Eleventh man also, why tenth? That's all. We keep repeating tenth, that's okay. Suppose, but the, the, he says same thing, you are talking about eleventh man, why? Who is right? Where is Tatparya? When you lose this side of Tatparya, then all kinds of problems arise. Vedanta inside is very clear. The Tatparya of Srishti is only in Brahmagnana. Therefore, the details, they do not, they, if there is a contradiction in the description of the story, it is of, it does not matter. Because Tatparya is consistent, that's all. They want to convey the non-duality. Then you are the one you are searching for. That's all. That's the Tatparya. Whether you eleventh or tenth or fifth, whether who taught you, whether he got lost in river or somewhere or in the forest, doesn't matter. <laughs> and therefore, it depends on your creativity also sometimes. And so you don't have to describe the same story in the same words. It can be different every time. As long as Tatparya is the same. Never. In fact, that doesn't become dushan, dushan becomes dushan. Say, the other day he said differently. 
So a stupid person will think that oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. An intelligent person will know that, oh, that means this is not important, important is something else. So then he will have his sight on what is important. And that's what Upanishads want. Idiyatra Buddha Sammatim Ahara. That as far as the, the description of creation is concerned, the diversity is not a dosha, is not an effect. Is what is also the conclusion of Buddha, the old earlier Acharya also. So Vashakara says, Tathachara Sampadaya Vidovadante Mrulloha Vistulinga Dehi Srashtirya Choditanyatha Upayasovataraya Nasti Bhedah Kathanchana Iti Tathaka Sampradaya Vidovadante So the nodes of Sampradaya those who are reliable people. So now from from Shruti, we come to the Acharya. And so, that is the Shraddha. Then the Vachana of Acharya is not separate from Shruti. You know. And so, <coughs> Shastrasya Guru Vakya. Shastra Vakya is told, now Guru Vakya. Sampradaya Vidovadanti, the nodes of the tradition of teaching. You must not only be expert or scholar with reference to the words of the Upanishad. And the passage is, you must have the knowledge of Tatparya, that's called Sampradayavit. So one who knows the Tatparya, other people get lost. It's a maze, you know. And therefore, uh, this is a maze of the words, people can get lost. What is it? Vagvaikhari. Uh, Shabda. Shabda, Vag, Vaikari, Shabda, Jari, etc. You know, so you can get lost in the words. <coughs> Therefore, it is important to learn from the Adhikari. There is Sampradaya with our Swami always says that the teacher must come from Sampradaya. Then alone he has, then alone he knows what is, what to look for, what is important, what is Tatpariya. That means the whole Mimamsa is that which is the Mahavakya, which is Avantar Vakya, which is Shesha, which is Sheshi, all of this must be known very clearly. It's not only grammar, not only Tarka, it is the Tatpari Nirnaya. They have a Sharvanam. Listening is described as Tatpari Nirnaya. And so the listener has a Tatpari as to what is the Tatpari of the whole Pramana. <coughs> So, Sampradayavadavadantim. So, those who are the knowers of Tatpariya, the Upanishads or the Shastra of the whole Veda, they say, Vrulloha Vishulinga Dehi Srishtiya Achodhita Anyatha. So, Srishtika Anyatha Anyatha Yadi Vipsa Dashtavya. Srishtiya Achodhita Anyatha Anyatha. It doesn't come in the Chimam uh, meter, therefore, Anyatha is once. We must read Anyatha twice. Anyatha Anyatha in various ways. Anyatha, anyatha, everywhere it is described differently. With the description and examples of mruh, mruh, clay, loha, means swarm or the gold, vishfulingar, the sparks. And so with these are other examples. Sustiya, anyatha, anyatha, chodita. 
the creation is described differently, diversely, in different texts. Upaya sovataraya. This description is upaya. Is only means avataraya. What is avataraya? Say, brahmadhi janmane. Is only for creating the knowledge of brahman. Brahmadhi janmane. It is to help the students gain the knowledge of brahman that the Srishti is described variously in different Upanishads because Tatpar is not in Srishti, Tatpar is only in Brahmajnana. <coughs> Nasti Veda Kathanchana There is no Veda of the diversity at all. There is no duality between, you know, in Brahman and there is no diversity, there is no diversity in the Srishti also because there is also consistency that also Srishti is meant for Brahmadhi Janma. The description of Srishti or creation is meant for creating knowledge of Brahman. In that sense, there is no, that they are consistent. So all Upanishads are consistent in describing creation also. Inasmuch as all of them have only one purpose, to describe creation, to help the student gain the knowledge of Brahman. In that they are consistent. So nasti there also the Veda, all the diversity is not there. <coughs> Even though that's what it says here. So even though the Srishti is differently described, Brahman is one and consistently taught in all the Upanishads. That's how the Tikakara explains. Even though the Anyathatvam, diversity in the Sushti, Brahmani Navedaha, there is no diversity, there is no inconsistency in Brahman. Is one Brahman that is conveyed by, by all the Upanishads. <coughs> as Jagat Karanam, as Sarvadnyan, Sarvashaktivan, etc., you know, Sarveshwara, Sarvatma, Ekadvitya. Gne na Vigana Mikyadaha. There is no Vigana. There is no divergence when it comes to Gneya, in what is to be known. Gneyam yattat pravakshami, in what is to be known, there is no divergence at all, no inconsistency. Brahma jnana srishti sheshitva muktam. The Brahma jnana is srishti sheshi. Srishti shesha, Brahma jnana is sheshi. So that Brahma jnana is the main theme and Sushti is meant to serve the purpose of Brahmajnana. This is what has been stated. Then why? Brahmajnana must be meaningful, must be falavat. Sheshi, meaning the main thing must be falavat, must be meaningful. So that also should be stated. So tan nirvahaya tasya falama. So you can, uh, you, you can uh, in fact prove that the Sushti Shesha and Brahmajnana Visheshi provided Brahmajnana with an independent result and serves the Purushada, serves the valid purpose in your life. Not some kind of, you know, Aishwarya, Arogya, etc. Not that kind of stuff. Something meaningful must be there by Brahmajnana. So, Tan Nirvahaya. Tan Nirvahaya means what? To sustain that idea that Brahmajnana Visheshi and Sushti Jnana Visheshi that can be supported only when Brahma Jnana 
is serves the purpose of our Purushata, or serves the purpose of the goal of life. Tasya Phalamaha, Brahma Jnanasya Phalamaha. The result of Brahma Jnana is stated Vashyakara, Brahma Indi. Brahma Pratipati Pratipadham to Phalam Shuyate Brahmavidapnoti Param Tarati Shokamatma Vita Tameva Viditva Atimrutti Medi Iti Brahma Pratipati Pratipadham to Phalam the phalam results, pratipadam linked with Brahma pratipati, knowledge of Brahman. So phalam are the results or benefits linked with, associated with, resulting from the knowledge of Brahman is very clearly expounded by the Shruti. Shuyate, Shrutya, Pratipadyate. Shruti is very clear about the knowledge of Brahmajnana. Every Upanishad will tell you that. Tatra Kovoha Kashokaha Ekatva Anupashyataha, etc. Brahma with Atmodi Param. The knower of Brahman attains Param, the limitless, the highest, the supreme. Tadi Shokam Atmavita. Nor of Atma transcends the grief. Tadi crosses or transcends the grief. Not crosses, but transcending is even better because we find that so Bhavasagara Sabsukha Gaya. There is, never, there is no figure of Tarna. I don't have to cross it also because Sabhava Sagar is already dried up. <coughs> Therefore, that Shoka Sagar dries up. Not that it crosses and leaves Shoka behind, you know. Although Vrujanam Santarishati it is said, but it does not cross the ocean of Papa or sin, then leaving the sin behind, find that there is no such thing as sin. Tameva Viditva Timurtimeti. Tamividitva murti matyate, only knowing that Brahman, not knowing Sushti, that one crosses the death, transcends the death again. Murtyum atyate de anvaya. Vidusham anuva siddham chayeta. Shruti yukti anuva. Vidusham anuva siddham chayeta. This knowledge also is anuva siddham. He is a matter of experience of the wise people. So Vashyakara says, Pratyakshavagamcha idam phalam Alright, this phala is there. That one crosses the grief, one attains the limitless, one crosses the death, transcends the death. So when is that result? Pratyakshavagam is direct and immediate. Pratyakshavagam. Pratyaksha is immediate. So the knowledge is immediate, direct. <coughs> Meaning that it is a matter of experience, it is not that. This knowledge is conveyed such that it becomes a matter of your experience. Knowledge is not conveyed in a third person. Knowledge is so conveyed that it becomes a matter of your experience. That is another special day of the Upanishads. No, no, vidvadbhyapi na asmabhya idam avagamyate. So, even though we are vidvan, how vidvadbhyapi na asmabhya idam avagamyate. How do we know this? So then Bhashyakana says, Tattva masi iti 
असंसारी आत्मत्व परिवर्त संसारी आत्मत्व व्यावृत्ते असंसारी आत्मत्व प्रतिपत्तो अपरोक्ष so far brahman was paroksha i thought brahman is different from me this mahavakya removes that notion that brahman is separate from me i am separate from brahman and of course i am brahman i am not limited entity at all so limitedness of the self and the separatedness of brahman both are limited in one stroke so pratyekshavagamam this is an immediate knowledge meaning it's a matter of experience of wise people हाउ तत्वसी असंसारे आत्मत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्वत्व